Hello, boys and girls. It's time for the Coffin Joe cast. The only show where pointing to your didgeridoo is not only encouraged, it's expected. So crack open another BB and throw some shrimp on the Barbie. Welcome to Australia. It's sexy time. G'day, and welcome to the Coffin Joe cast. I am Killer Wilbur. And I'm Joel. And joining us again, we have Slacker Jedi. G'day, Slacker. How's it going, guys? Oh, I'm back. Yeah, back. And for what you're telling us, this is your second podcast this uh, in the 24-hour period. Yes, I was on the Bad Parenting Podcast last night with Justin and Jody. So, as Joel said, I'm making the rounds. Yep. So, well, yeah. He's, uh, he's becoming very, very podcasty. Yes, I used to do that a bit too. Get myself on like three different podcasts. But I just stick to this one these days. But if you're looking for other podcasts to listen to, you can check them out on the Podcast Collective. Podcastcollective.com Where you'll find fine shows is uh, the Bad Parenting Podcast. No Hope for Humanity. Uh, we've got 40 going on 14 and Joel's other show, Happy The Sunshine Happy Pants Hour, Mint in the Box. Um, I can't remember the others. I don't have to list up at the moment. I am Salt Lake, yeah. uh, hard, Tales from the Hard Side. Yeah. So check out Podcast Collective and you can see all the shows that are on there. And from what I hear, new ones are coming soon. Oi. Yes. So, anyway, as I was just mentioning before the show, a little incident before we started, my uh, power cable to my uh, my computer here uh, broke and a big spark went off and we the uh, safety switch, electrical safety switch got flicked and... Uh, so, yeah, so we're running on battery power on my laptop at the moment, so we're counting down the battery, seeing how long we can get into the show before it dies. So. Mission impossible. Yeah. But that... Sorry. <laughs> that goes along with the, the, the uh, really great week I've been having, sort of. Uh, what happened? Well, what happened? Tuesday, I, uh, I go out on delivery with uh, uh, Chen and... Uh, we're delivering over at Blacktown and um, did delivery. Come back to the van and because um, we're parked out in the, the streetcar park and this woman pulls in, reverses the car in and something drops out of her pocket, rolls under the van. And she's quickly trying to grab it. And I'm like, I'll get it for you. So I crawl under the van and it's this little egg-shaped thing. Like, you know, you get toys in eggs, you know. I'm trying to think, you know, you pop them open, just something in there. So I'm, I'm not thinking at the time. So I rush under the van, get it. And as I'm coming back out, I hit my head, back of my head on the van, and it forces my head to bounce into the ground. So I smack my head on the ground, just above my left eye. Uh. Thinking nothing of it, I, I hand her back the egg, she says, thank you, thank you, and I hop back in the van, and I just go to touch my head, and yeah, it's a very little cut, and it's bleeding. But then my head starts swelling up, <laughs> and I get a little bit of a black eye. So, And I was a little dizzy, but... As we're leaving, I realised, why was she so worried about getting this stupid little egg thing? And I realised, the area it is, that's full of druggos, it would have been a little drug stash. So. Oh, shit. Because you're so concerned about it, you know. Oh, oh, I'll get it, I'll get it. So don't worry. I didn't want her climbing under the van anyway, but yeah. So, I'm assuming that's where she had a, you know, a a stash. (laughs) That's why she's so worried about it. So, yeah, I cracked my head for a freaking drugo. But yeah, I end up coming back to work, uh... Had some other issues going on, and I ended up coming home Tuesday, going back to work Wednesday, still feeling dizzy, so I think I had a mild concussion, so 
But yeah, that that was my my incident for the week, and then the rest of the week went yeah, normal. But uh, Thursday night, I'm in bed early, and uh, Donna comes home later, and then I'm asleep. Next thing, her sister comes in the room, going, "Donna's injured herself." I'm like, "What?" So I get up to find all this blood over the floor of the kitchen. Donna slammed the foot into the uh, bed in the spare room, into the leg oh. of the bed, and she split the webbing between her little toe and the next toe, full one open, and there's blood everywhere. And there's blood all over the carpet where she walked because she, she quickly thought, I'll go somewhere where I can clean the blood up. But then she had to let her sister in the front door, so there's all little blood marks over the carpet. So she's there and she's going, oh, yeah. what do I do, what do I do? And it's pretty bad. And she goes, I don't want to go to hospital. Not because she's scared of the, getting stitches, I think it's the weight. So she ended up going to hospital. I think she left here about 10 o'clock at night and didn't get back to about 3.30 in the morning, the following morning. And... Seems about right. Yeah. And all they did yeah. was glue it up. They could stitch it for where it is. and So, yeah. A hell of a week for me and Donna. Both injuring ourselves. So, so yeah, she's got... It's a, she's got a nice bruise on the foot, too. So, she's all been all bandaged up. Had, had the last two days off work, but she's going to work today. So, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I got up and I wasn't feeling 100% anyway in the stomach. And as soon as I saw the blood, I started dry heaving and going... <laughs> Because there was a pool, like a huge pool of blood on the on the, the floor. So, uh, so Killer, when when you got when you bent down under the truck to get this, you know, eight ball or whatever it yeah, was, it, what did you hit? What did you hit your head on? Uh, just at the front of the van, like the last little corner as you're coming out. So was it the step? No. It was at the front, near the, gonna, underneath the engine bay. Okay, so. I was going to say, if it was the step, which would be like mobile <laughs> stairs. Yes. Stairs. Uh, right yeah, I know where you'll go. No, it was at the front part. <laughs> so, yeah. So I thought I was out from, you know, just outside the van, and as I lifted my head, you know. So, but yeah, I had my glasses on too, so they got all bent, and I think that's where the cut come from. The little oh, cop, the hinge part of my glasses went into me, like the that part of uh, just to the left of the eyebrow so which has already been damaged once when I fell off the skateboard and cracked my head on that same exact spot so when I was a younger that sucks man I'm sorry that happened to you guys yeah ah well we're, we're all accident prone around this joint so in my head I'm imagining you and Donna getting into a bit of a row and she does some sort of amazing like flying kick in the air and hits you in the head and yeah. cuts her toe open and gashes your head and <laughs> yeah. I'm visualizing that right now. <laughs> <laughs> she lets out some furious like scream of, I'm like he's just making up another story to kinda play it off. Yeah. Believe what you will. That's what Kung Foot. Kung Foot. Foot of Fury. Uh, exactly. Well, if if you want to talk about you know car things that are problematic, I uh, got a letter in the mail about my Kia that I you know purchased back in November. It used, but you know. Anyway, I get yeah. a letter in the mail from Kia, and they're like, "You need to call us for a, a recall." on your vehicle so we can get it repaired you know at no cost and I kind of been putting it off for a little bit and I finally called on Thursday morning because my car was kind of shimmying and yeah. uh, uh, they're like we got to order the part and then once we get it in we'll give you a call and there's actually two recalls on that car 
So I'm like, all right, well, go to work. Around 5.30 or so, an email goes out to the whole floor, and it says, you know, the owner of a black 2010 Kia Forte license plate, blah, 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 your tire's flat. <laughs> I'm like, son of a bitch. So I, I go peek out the window after I got off a call, and it's my car. Um, and it doesn't look too bad from there, but where I park, because I park in the same spot every day, there's like a little indent in the asphalt. Yeah. So it's hard to tell until I go out there and I see it. Well, I'm kind of pissed off at this point because, you know, it's been an entire work day. I'm ready to go home. Kids have been home all day by themselves because I got them, you know, for the weekend. And uh, uh, so I shoot Juliana a message, let her know that I'll be late. And, you know, if she wants to make dinner for her and Isaiah, go ahead. So I go out there and I call my insurance company because I'm like, well, maybe I can get a, a tow in a reasonable amount of time to the the auto shop that I go to that's just down the street. Well, they're like, it's going to be at least an hour. I'm like, fuck that. So I get out the jack and I jack up the car. I take off the lug nuts. And since I'm on a bit of an incline, I uh, am very gingerly trying to get the tire off. Well, as I'm starting to get it off, the the jack slips, the car rolls forward, and Ooh. it collapses. And luckily, oh. the tire was on enough that it, it stopped it from going all the way down. And there's the the curb is right in front of it. So uh, I'm like, crap. So I lower the jack. I jack the car up again. This time, moving it back some, thinking I'm back far enough that it won't happen again. I get it all the way up. I'm starting to kind of very carefully take the tire off and it falls again oh, and moves it. forward and in my mind if the tire would have been off all the way it would have landed you know on the the bare whatever the you call it that yep. holds tire thank you and the car would have gone far enough forward that it would have hit the curb and it would have been like a scene out of american history x <laughs> so <laughs> I moved the jack back as far back as I think I can go where I can still get the tire off with it getting high enough. I turn it to the side enough that I can still get it up, but I it's got a little bit more like of a base to it. Finally get the tire off and put the, the spare on, tighten the lug nuts, slowly lower it back down, and car drives smooth like a little dream all the way home. And I was able to get in the next on Friday night after I got off work, so I had to be late again. But got a tire on there, and uh, I don't know when I'm going to be able to go get it fixed. But the other three need to be repaired because apparently it's the tire uh, compression valve something I don't know that causes the tire to, to lose pressure, whatever they're trying to replace. So I don't know if they're going to replace all the we tires got, for me, but. We've what year is your Kia? What's that? What year is your car? 2010. Because we got a 2015, and we had a recall last year, but it was something to do with the steering. A bolt somewhere in the steering that could have... I forgot what the problem was, but when we took it in, they said it, they checked it out, and they said we didn't have that problem. Only certain ones from that year had it. They had not, there was nothing to do with the tires. Yeah, there's been a few, yeah, this, the, few Kia recalls in the last little while. Yeah, because we get them down here too. Because they all come from the same, you know, same manufacturer. Yeah. So, and the other one usually it's a something with the airbag. 
a lot of recalls go, you know, revolve around the airbag that could go off, you know, inadvertently. I've heard about them, but it wasn't one of ours. No, ours think... was it said something about the steering column. Yeah, a think... bolt or some some kind of bolt that could come loose. But our, they say they said it was fine and gave us the papers with the good bill of health and all that shit. Yeah, well, I'm trying to. I've got the letter upstairs. I was trying to see what it was, but yeah, something that causes the tires to lose pressure, and so it, it seemed like that may have been it. But I mean, when I looked at the tire after I took it off, I mean, the little steel threads that are inside of it were flailing about. So it was it was pretty jacked. Luckily, it didn't like do anything while I was driving on the highway. <laughs> but, yeah, that could be yeah, bad. Yeah, so more fun with cars. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So, Slacker, you haven't had any issues, have you? <laughs> Knock on wood. Uh, just my just this week, my damn legs and feet have been hurting so damn bad. Because I told you guys before, I got a bad knee. Yeah. And I think it's. I've also got my left foot. I got a collapsed arch, which it has not hurt in years. But I think, and my doctor pretty much agreed with the pain in my knee. I've been walking funny, into my body trying to make up for the trying to find a way to walk where it doesn't hurt has got my other leg walking funny which is now in turn making my arch hurt like hell so all week it's been just fucking pain yeah that's that's what happens with me I'll get sore in one leg so you, you adjust your walking and you end up getting sore in the other leg yeah. And, yeah and then like I took off Thursday and I just laid around I went to the doctor they upped my meds you know all that good shit and then Friday we woke up, and Friday was the first day of uh, the Charlotte uh, Heroes comic book convention. And I wasn't going to miss it. And I felt great. We went. And about four hours into all that walking on concrete, I, I was wanting to rip my legs off and just crawl. <laughs> they hurt so damn bad. Yeah, that's what yeah. I hate with going to things like that where you're on, you know, walking all day long. Yeah. It usually gets me in my lower back, and I'll. And then the oh, pain. by the end of the day, my back was hurting, yeah. too. And then the pain goes down your legs, and then your knees are aching, and you're so, oh. so. Yeah, I've seen some of the pictures from the con, so it looked like fun. Oh, we had, fun. Oh, we had a blast. Yeah, there's a, we've got a con going on down here at the moment. I forget what it's called, but it, it goes around to every city. I forget where it is at the moment. I think it's in Melbourne. Uh, Supernova, it's called. So yeah, my buddy, uh, my buddy Buzz, he's an artist. He works for D.C., and some other companies. He said that was one of the cons that he's probably going to have to go to at some time this year. Yeah, it's huge. Because he's, he's part of uh, Wizard World. Yeah. And uh, basically, you know, where they tell him to go, he goes. So, yeah. Which was, he's like, okay, no problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, this, yeah I think it's the biggest con, in the, you know, that travels Australia. We have other smaller ones, but yeah. No. So, one of these days when it comes to Sydney, I might go. Go dress up. They're as, fun, man. You should check it out. I'll go dress up. As oh, we can dress. Mick Taylor. We can dress up as Mick Taylor. Go in there. <laughs> that or a drop bear. You should drop up. You should dress up. You should dress up as a drop bear. <laughs> yes. I would pay money to see that. Oh, it was so funny, man. We walked in the door, and I didn't see it, but, like, my daughter, my 15-year-old, she tasked me. She's like, Dad, we've been here for two minutes, and there's a furry. <laughs> I turn around. I'm like, oh, good God. So Killer, you know, you, you know what that is, right, Killer? Yes, I know what a furry is. Oh, my God. They were everywhere. 
Notice I didn't take any pictures with Frakes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wise move. It would be a bit, a bit worried about you. Yeah. I was just going to ask, because I didn't see any. I mean, I, I saw some of your pictures. I didn't see all of them, but I always love seeing con pics, because uh, there's some cool stuff that people do, like oh, costume wise, yeah. like your Wolverine dude. Oh, it's funny, because my other friend, he's going to be there all weekend, and he posted a picture today of the same guy that was Wolverine yesterday. He was dressed up as a steampunk Wolverine today. Wow. And his costume looked even cooler. <laughs> The effort, I want to see that. Yeah, the effort that these people go to. With their you couldn't go today, and Saturday is always the big day for the costumes. Because, like, most people were still working yesterday. And Saturday, you know, everybody's off work pretty much. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Um, we know someone that's into the cosplay. It, it just worked out this year. What's that? You're Skyping out a bit there, Slacker. But I was going to say, Joel... Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, all right. That's not your fault. It's Skype's fault. Um, remember Connie? I forget what she went by on the awful show. But she's flown into a cosplay. Bucky. Yeah, Bucky. Yeah, she's just made a Krampus um, outfit or in the process of finishing it off. I don't know if you're Facebook friends with her. But... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you seen the pics of her Krampus? I think it's called Krampus. I, I have, yeah. That looks freaky. <laughs> but, yeah, she gets right into that, you know, cosplay stuff. She does all the, uh, what are the, the robot-y things? I don't know what it's called. <laughs> it's, it's Yeah, she, she loves her giant robots, that's yeah. for sure. <sighs> Whether it's Transformers or you name it, she that's her thing. Yeah. A lot of the anime robots, I'm isn't it? I don't know. I'm trying to remember yeah. this person from the awful show. It was the female that was on... Uh, after Mike left, uh, but she um, ended up not finishing off at the end of the show because uh, a few people were not nice to her. So okay, okay, sucks, I think I do way. remember now. Yeah. yeah, that does suck. So we tried to get her. Well, they tried to get her on for the last show, and she just said no. Nah. And we've asked her to come on this okay. show, and uh, she's not too keen. So I don't blame her. She's podcasted out. Uh, yeah, she just, she copped some, I I don't know the full story, but some people were not too nice to her. And I think That's, they were the the people yeah. that, you know, the mic followers sort of thing, you know, how these people that love the mic so much that they just pick on anyone else who takes over the, the mic spot or, you know, so, podcast politics. I'm, yeah. So. <laughs> That's something we've never really talked about, but. Yeah, there there can be some politics and podcasting and other issues, some stuff behind the scenes that people don't always know about. But you, you try not to let it hurt the the show or the community. But it does happen from time to time. Yeah, sometimes you can't help it, uh, or you can't stop it. Well, it's just like the real right. world sometimes. Just yeah, no kidding. People are assholes everywhere. Yeah. All right. Well, we've got some beat. We've got. Two emails, Joel, and a voicemail. Well, technically, we've got one email if you've read it so far. <laughs> and we have a voicemail, so if you would like to contact us, you can email coffinjocast at gmail.com or call 661-434-5956. That's 661-434-KWJO. 
or use your little voice recording app on your f mobile phone, like we call them mobiles down here, your cell phone or your smartphone, whatever you want to call it, and uh, send it through to the email address. Like, uh, I think this person must have done it this way, but let's hear from uh, this person. We'll see who it is first. Good eye, mate. Killer Wilbur here. And to close out tonight's show, we're going to do something a little bit different. Did you know that there's actually four bands from Australia in addition to that Land Out Under band, Cold Chisel, and Axel DC? There's actually another band I just learned about from Tasmania. Wait, that's, that's part of Australia, right? Ah, who bloody knows. Anyways, to close out tonight's show, we're going to play a song by the band Psychroptic from Tasmania. <laughs> Psychroptic. That sounds damn sexy with an Australian accent, doesn't it? Hey, you know what? I just got an idea for next week's show. Okay, you got another idea. Oh, he's finished. So, I haven't got my emails open because I wanted to shut the program down, so I'm not running on battery down too much, but McDuck, Fuck, Tart, or something like that, isn't it? <laughs> what was his name, Joel? Uh, that was Fuck Duck Mallard 2, which, oh, yeah. remember, was one of my screen names when I was back in college. Oh, oh that's right. There's that damn name again. <laughs> <laughs> so... I have a feeling I know who it is, but uh, so do I. the the accent and the the change in voice is just enough that it kind of throws me off a little bit. Anyway, thanks for that impersonator. That was not me. That is kind of like you, and you introduced a song. Yeah. Oh well, good work. And if anyone else wants to try impersonate me, go for it. Right. <laughs> I try to do it on a regular basis. Crikey. Why well, not speak in an American <laughs> accent? There you go. We're all... all right, we've got a couple... Oh, he's trying to impersonate us. Yes. So. I'm not, I'm not Kelly Welber. I'm Paul Hogan. Mm -hmm. that's, that's not an accent. <laughs> now that's an accent. I don't know what that was. I don't either. <laughs> As it started, it was like, this is very Australian. And it was like, no, it's not at all. <laughs> um, yeah, so we got two emails, both from the same person. Um, the They're both from Brian, a.k.a. Tommy the Duck. The first one simply says, Joel decided to shut Killa up once and for all. And he linked an article here. The article is titled, Man Arrested After Climbing Up Sydney Harbor Bridge, Police. <laughs> and I'll give you a, a rundown of the article here. Traffic in Central Sydney was brought to a standstill on Friday morning after a man got out of a taxi on the Sydney Harbour Bridge and climbed into the top of the, one of the bridge's arches. Motorists were asked to avoid driving across the bridge after the man, who was dressed in dark clothing and wearing sunglasses, climbed to the top of the northern side of the bridge just after 9 a.m. The man is believed Leo. to have... <laughs> the man is believed to have been a passenger in a taxi and asked the driver to pull over on the deck of the bridge, reportedly because he was feeling ill. He then decided to get out of the vehicle and started to climb it. Uh, footage from the Channel 7 helicopter showed the man sitting with his arms crossed, perched high on the bridge's arch. A NSW police spokesman said the man initially refused to come down from the bridge, but at 10.50 a.m. he climbed down from his position and was arrested. 
NSW police rescue officers could be seen escorting him off the bridge. Um, and I was reading on further because it's kind of a, a lengthy article, but I, I don't know why that I would do that to shut Killa up. I, I'm traveling that far. We're going out for a drink and uh, seeing the town. Yep. And a hamburger with beetroot. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I saw um, I saw this story. I mean, there's not much more in that story you can read. He got He's going to be taken away to be assessed. You know, he might be mentally ill. But, yeah, he actually climbed from the, the actual roadway up the, pi- the piers that hold the bridge up sort of thing. And um, I saw a picture of it, and he's he climbed up that way. But you can actually go on an actual bridge climb, you know. You can do it an easier way. So I think that's uh, referenced in the next ma- email from... Uh, Tommy, the duck, Brian. Uh, well, Tommy's second email says, P.S., I so want to do this if I ever visit. Yes, and I think he's talking about the actual bridge, bridge climb where you actually pay to go up there and you climb up the archway, not up the pylon. So, yes, and as I've said, I'll be never climbing that bridge. Two reasons. I have a phobia about the Harbour Bridge and I hate heights, so... But maybe if Tommy the Duck makes it all the way down here, I might do it just to uh, give him incentive to come down. So there you go. There's a challenge, Wait, Tommy. You, I'd do you it. said you have a fear of the bridge? Yeah, phobia. When I was a kid, I had a phobia about the hub bridge. I couldn't walk underneath it. We've already talked about this before. The bridge? Yeah, the harbour bridge. You know that? Like, yeah. like the bridge is possessed or something? I or? had no idea. <laughs> I was six, seven or eight and I was in there with the family and we're just wandering around and like there's a road that goes underneath it right next to the, the waterway and I, sh- I was shit scared of it. I just couldn't go underneath it and I had to hold my mum's hand and I was shaking as we went under it and yeah. And it, it carried through for a while. Um, I've gone, walked underneath it. We've talked about that's where I first kissed Donna and yeah, and I've driven over it and so yeah. I had a little phobia about it. It's weird. So, so Kella, to you, literally everything in Australia wants to kill you, even bridges. The bridges, yeah. All right. Animals, huntsman spiders, the huntsman stairs, and now the the Harbour Bridge. And druggers with eggs. Oh yeah, the the, the druggo with the with the eight ball. You mm. need to move to America, man. That country's trying to kill you. Oh yeah, and America's not with their assault rifles. Okay, we'll leave it there. We're not going. They don't to... walk around trying to kill people. Not if you got not gay. <laughs> oh we're, damn! We're not going to get into a gun <laughs> debate on this show. Please. No, 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 no. We, we don't have enough time. This isn't that kind of show, right? No, it's not. <laughs> and if we well, want, you to... brought up the gun thing. I was trying to be funny about a bridge attack. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I do have to say, and and this is just a. A, a real quick thing that I just saw when I was uh, scrolling through Facebook before Killer called. Um, the Westboro Baptist Church, everybody's favorite religious organization, um, decided oh to picket the first funeral for one of the victims. And, you know, of course, there's 49 total. Um, and this biker group who apparently has uh, thwarted them from, you know, bothering uh, the the mourners before didn't say anything, just showed up and created a line blocking 
them from you know moving forward yeah. and then a bunch of other locals supported that were supportive also showed up and to the point where apparently the family that were there couldn't hear the Westboro Baptist Church they never even saw them yeah. and uh, were were able to mourn in peace and that's the kind of stuff that doesn't get out there enough and that's the only reason I bring it up is that despite all the See, other should... nonsense and, and that's the good in people so sorry exactly stuff like that should be talked about in the news yeah but that doesn't get i've heard about people doing that before to to the westboro baptist church and bikers showing up and you know rubbing their motors so you can't hear the hate spill from those dumbass fucktards yeah as i was gonna say negativity sells fucking papers or not so much you know yes gets clicks online and gets your viewers at your news but yeah, that, that what's was, the old what's the old saying in the news industry? If it bleeds, it leads. Yeah, that's it's right. Fucking pathetic. But that, that's the same when Kevin um, did his movie in I think it was Sundance. Uh, shit, can't think of it. Red State, that's it. Red State, and they showed up to protest. Yeah. And then Kevin and all his supporters had placards, and we we're on the opposite side of the road, and all these you know the college kids come down with placards, and you know. And his uh, gay friend Malcolm Ingram was there, and Malcolm's sign said, uh, Dick tastes yummy. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> and things like that. So, yeah, I think they're, they're, I don't think they're ever going to go away, but I think they're getting lesser and lesser because even uh, the daughter of uh, the leader who died, you know, recently, she left the church. Ma- uh, Megan, someone, Megan, whatever the, their name is. I, so, Fred Phelps is the Phelps, yeah, Megan Phelps, who used the to the man you're thinking of. Yeah, Megan Phelps used to Twitter tweet with uh, Kevin Smith. You know, you're going to hell, blah blah blah, and all this, and she ended up leaving the church. So, yeah. Well, what I Damn. love about that. One of the things I love about that story, though, is that throughout the the the, the past fifty, sixty years, bikers have this reputation based on, you know, the whole Hell's Angels things or whatever, and. You know, being bearded, big badasses that are tough and et cetera, et cetera. And here they are standing up for, you know, these victims that, you know, uh, I mean, it just it kind of goes counter to what we've been led to believe. And, And that to me, again, is a positive, a positive message that you can't judge somebody just by a stereotype or by what they look like or any of that. And I just it it just made me feel good that that kind of stuff is out there. So yeah, There's another group of yeah. bikers that go out there Got to, to um, kids that have been abused um, physically or sexually by, you know, their, you know, say, father or stepfather. or And they go, you know, they rock up and, and to the court to protect the kid, make sure that they feel comfortable and go around to the place and they actually, you know, like, give them a jacket and patch them into their, their bike group and, you know, so. That's cool. That's cool as well. I I can't think of who they're called, but yeah, and yeah, so not all bikers are bad, you know. No, of course not. So, but yeah, they do a lot of good work. They do it down here. They go on a, all the bikies get together and um, they go on this big ride for the children's hospital. And each bikie has a, a teddy bear and they go for this big ride and they show up to the hospital and they all give the teddy bears to a kid sort of thing. So, I forget what that's called either, but, but yeah. Bikers do some good work. I mean, it's as I say, it's just that one percent that do bad. They get in the news, but you don't hear about all the good stuff. Yeah. So, 
as you say, if it bleeds, it leads. So we don't want to hear positive stories. No, people might think the world isn't as bad as a place as it is. So yeah, well, you know, like all Muslims are going to come and kill you. You know, if that was the case, you'd be dead because there's more Muslims in the world than any other religion. But yeah, it's it's what they say. But yeah. you're right. I mean, if they were all bad, we'd all be dead. Mm. Or Whatever they yeah, well, converted the, or whatever. The largest Muslim um, population is actually in Indonesia, and in that area, which is very close to Australia, so we'd be in trouble. And we've got plenty of Muslims here too. So there's, yeah. Anyway, we're not going into that debate either. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I think the point is is that in in every single facet, walk of life, etc., there's an extreme branch of whatever it is, and that tends to be the one that everybody remembers, unfortunately. Yeah, well, when you go in Catholic so. priests, you can say, like, every Catholic priest is a pedophile. No, not the case. So, no, and of course not. You know, any religion's had their problems. Whether it's, you know... Yep. Anyway. Even in this religion of podcasting, because that's my religion, podcasting, <laughs> you know, we have our, pro <laughs> our problems in that, too. Nice segue. Nice. <laughs> You tied it all together so nicely there. Yeah. That was fantastic. Tied up in a nice little bow. <laughs> so, real quick to backtrack for just a second. You went to the Comic-Con the past couple of days. Now, were you there just to, like, see the stuff? Like, the, the, the cosplayers and the TARDIS and all that? Or was there another reason to be there with your daughter? Oh, well, we always just go. I mean, we all love comics and nerd stuff, and we've got friends that we've made over the years we only get to see at Heroes Con. Like my friend Buzz, you know, he's a professional artist. He travels to cons. I usually only get to see him once, maybe twice a year. And then, like, my youngest one, she's into cosplay and makeup and stuff, so she goes to definitely see that. Like, she was on a mission yesterday. She, she's she's only 12. She's almost 13. She's like, I'm not leaving the condo. I see a Nightwing. I want a picture with Nightwing. I'm thinking, oh, dear God. So, like, an obscure character, nobody. And, like, the minute I'm saying they're saying it, she goes, Nightwing! I'm like, oh, fuck, there is one. <laughs> and and the guy that's dressed fun. up as Nightwing was, like, he's, like, her age. I'm like, well, that's cool as shit. Ooh. And then, like, well, an hour later, we see another Nightwing, and, he's, and it's an older guy, and he's dressed like the old-school Nightwing. And then, like, she completely switches focus. She's like, now i got to find the red hood. I'm like, oh, dude. And it was, like, the same thing. I'm like, you're not going to find a red... Oh, well, fuck, there's another one. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's cool. I, um, I, uh, you know, my daughter, who's 13, is and, and focusing on her art. Um, mm -hmm. I showed her some of your, some of your daughter's uh, special effects stuff. And I was like, see, here's another facet of art from somebody your age that's, you know doing their thing and and she was impressed i was like there you go somebody else that's out there mastering their art at a young age yeah and then like today I, we were out out you know i'm probably the only person to ever go around morgan north carolina looking for liquid latex and cotton balls <laughs> i know those people at walmart were like what the hell do you want that for i'm like it's the kids <laughs> And then, and this morning she comes up to me and she's like, "Dad, have you ever heard of Tom Savini?" I'm like, "Oh God, I love you, kid." <laughs> Let me sit down and explain to you who Tom Savini is, baby. <laughs> now, dude, this is—I mean, 
father to father here. I mean, have you ever had anybody give you any sort of grief or whatever for the fact that she's doing that sort of thing? Like, what is something wrong with your child? Because I get yeah. not direct commentaries, but I mean, I get sideways looks from people that see some of her stuff because she likes really dark stuff. And uh, no, not not yet. No, I mean, I mean, if I did, I'd just tell him, look, fuck off. She's doing her thing, right. and that's what it's not hurting her or anybody else. And it could definitely lead her into a very good career. So I'm definitely and going to you, help her out with anything I can. And I bet you she's a very well-adjusted and extremely yes. nice girl who just likes doing special effects. Yeah, she does. I mean, it literally, like, one day last year, I was I had just come home from work late at night. She comes running downstairs, and it, she looks like she's got a black eye. I'm just like, what the fuck happened to you? She's like, no, I did this upstairs. I got bored. I'm like, did you do hit yourself? She's like, no, makeup. <laughs> I mean, it looked that good. She really looked like somebody slugged her. And it just, yeah. she watches YouTube. She's got all kinds of channels. She's, she watches all the time different people that do different makeup effects. And she loves it. Right. And she draws, too. That's I'm thinking, Joel, we've got our makeup artist for the drop air movie. Exactly. There you go. Yep. Juliana can do the storyboards, and uh, we we got we got stuff happening. Well, you know, because I guess where my where I'm coming from on that is it uh, for her end of the year project for her independent study art class. She turned in one of her paintings that she did, and it's mm-hmm. it's of the marionette from Five Nights at Freddy's, and there's some blood spatters on the wall, and they wouldn't display it because of that really and i'm like son of a bitch you know did they did they at least accept it for a grade oh yeah i know her teacher and i have friends for the past 20 plus years so and i help teach the class once a month okay so yeah she she supports it fully but you know i'm like you need to kind of i guess keep an eye on on who you're showing what because people will have that negative opinion even though i know better and everybody that knows you knows better yeah no i haven't had any negativity like that yet she's the same way as me she'd be like whatever fuck off (laughs) (laughs) sorry killer i sidetracked there for a second go for it i like listening to it that's right but yeah, yeah, we got more, more um stuff for our, our crew for our, our movie now. We got our makeup artist. We got our consultant. That's me. I'm not a writer. I'm just a consultant. You're another writer, Joel. We are. You're a drop bear expert. Yes, that's right. I'm the consultant. So he's the drop bear wrangler. Yeah, that's. Oh, I'll, 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 yeah, that's right. I'll be just you know like Steve Irwin. Drakey, stand back. You got this. Don't get too close. Now, when you approach a drop bear, you got to be careful. you got to come at this angle. Uh, I see DVD special feature right there. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. How to wrangle a drop bear. Yeah. And then With Killer Weber. Yeah. And then when I'm not looking, a wombat kills me. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Probably. Or something, you know, that's non-harmful. I guess they're not very harmful, but... Everything uh, in that country is harmful. Uh, a wombat's pretty harmful if you hit them in a car at 110 kilometers an hour. <laughs> oh, they've got... The, what? The, 
their back is a hard shell. Like the bone in their back can, can break an animal's skull. Because that's what happens, how they protect themselves. They burrow into the ground, and then when like, a dingo goes to eat its baby, or it, um, it'll just push its back up in the, into the hole, and it'll crush the skull. So that's their defense mechanism. And that pe- is not truly messed up. <laughs> no, well, that's the truth. I'm not making this up. And um, people think wombats are slow. Uh, they can run pretty quick too. So, and they've got little, you know, beaver-like teeth on them too. So you wouldn't want them nipping at you. But they're, other than that, they're pretty cute. And they're cuddly, chubby, cuddly. I think. have never heard that before. I'm looking at a picture right now, and I'm trying to visualize this defense mechanism, and it's not obvious in any way, shape, or form. No, but seriously. Well, look at a platypus. They're poisonous. You never would have thought that. Yeah, on the wait, what? Yeah, platypuses are poisonous. They they got a yeah, duck bill platypus. A, a claw on their on their paws or the their flippers. hind legs. Yeah, hind legs. Just call it hind legs. I don't know if it's a paw or a flipper or a leg. I don't know what it is. The thing's fucked up anyway. It's probably one of each. <laughs> but yeah, they, they've got a, a a I don't know if it's a a, a viral thing <laughs> or a, a fungal thing or something like that. But yeah, it's. That's their defense mechanism. They they cut you with that that thing, and uh, yeah. So, but other than that, they're pretty cute with their beaver tail, their duck bill, and their um, I don't know possum like body. Possum like otter body with a duck bill and a fucking beaver tail. tail. <laughs> fucking stingers of a rattlesnake. And the, the the claws like a kangaroo. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, kangaroo claws. Yeah. What's the joke? You know God's got a sense of humor when you see a platypus. Either that or it's proof that Nazi scientists, you know, somehow settled in Australia way back in the 40s. Mm. They just kept working on <laughs> shit, and that's what came around. But the, the thing with the platypus there. What? Taking it to another level. <laughs> but no... Pla- this show, this show was broken. Platypuses, or, the, or, or as they're known as multiples, platypi, are very hard to find. <laughs> but uh, I was going to ask: Has anyone ever platted a puss before? Platypi. That's that's the true name of uh, more than one platypus. Is called a platypi. Oh my said, god, I know, uh, that's why it's so funny. I, I've played a puss before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, drop bear, you know, their defense mechanism is they fall from the sky and give you chlamydia, so... It's it's a slow thing, but... Oh my god, that's funny and nasty. And true. Oh, I know, and that's the sad part, uh, I heard about that actually a few weeks ago. Somebody told me about that. I was like, "Are you fucking serious?" What? About the, he sent me the link. The chlamydia. The chlamydia with the with the drop bears. Yeah, that's what's killing them off. So, that's the uh, base to our story that we're going to make the movie about. They try to find a cure for chlamydia, but in for the koalas, but in doing that, they convert them into you know turns them into these vicious animals that drop from the sky. So. Now I'm giving away a they story. They drop from the sky, or do they drop from trees? Well, the, yeah, well, the trees. But you look up and you're looking at the sky, and there's this thing falling on. Well, you. see, that's what that's what you could do in the in the sequel. You know, they no longer can drop from trees. They're they are now crossbred with like flying squirrels. No, no, no. We, we instead of Sharknado, we've got Koala Cyclone. 
Oh my god. My, oh, speaking of that, Joel, did you see what's next month? With Shark Night A three. Uh, no, they didn't. No four. Four or whatever. I've never four. seen any of four. them. Yeah. I keep saying I've got. It's gotta... in Vegas, I think. I keep saying to myself, well, I've got I... to obtain it and watch that. Yeah. You haven't? No, I haven't. What? I forget about it. Oh my god. Oh, you're missing out. At the end of part three, they're uh, they were talking about him being in space. So. At the mm. end of three, they were in space. Yeah. So that's why I thought I'm where gonna, the fourth one was going to go, but I I think you're right. It is Vegas. I think I saw in the trailers Vegas. I don't care where it is, as long as they make one every year. They're funny as hell. Yeah. Well. That's, yeah, you you need to watch it, Killer. Yeah, I know. I do. It's just one of those things. That that you, that you need to watch Zombievers. Okay. Yeah, I've heard about that one too. And what? It's <laughs> it's excellent. Have you seen the tarantula oh one? Uh, what is it? Big ass spider. Yeah, they com- uh, combined. That was great. Tarantula. That was and- a great movie. Tarantula and what was it? Oh, you're talking about one of the ones that crossed the tarantula with. Uh... Yeah. I can't remember. I wanted to say lava, but that makes yeah, no it sense. Yeah, lava. Lava. Yeah, it's all right. It's something to do with lava and tarantula. The name. Lava Lanchula or something. I didn't see it. I just saw the trailer or something. No. All I know That's about it. That's killer. Lava Lanchula. Yeah. You're right. I know because Ralph Garman from Hollywood Babylon, you know, Kevin Smith's partner on Hollywood Babylon, he's in it. So he's one of the actors in it. Yeah. So that's Lava Yeah. Lava Lanchula. Lava Lanchula. You're right. Yeah. It spits oh lava. God. Yeah. So in the... In the way those movies are made, that's why we want to make the drop in movie in that sort of sense. So, and go from there. Uh, um, I, I can't see why you guys haven't been able to make it yet. Oh, well, you know, these processes take Lava, a while. Lava Lantula is a movie. Why the fuck is it a drop bear movie with you guys' names on it? Well, um, it, so I can't write. I mean, I can write words, but I'm, I'm not good at putting stories together. Uh,. Lava Lanchula, let me stop for just a second, because okay. in this movie, we have we have Nia Peoples, Steve <laughs> Gutenberg, yeah, that's right. Oh God, Patrick Renna, who if if you've ever seen uh, the the fat redheaded kid with all the freckles, that kid, Leslie Estabrook, yeah. and here you go, Ian Ziering playing Finn Shepard from Sharknado. Oh my God, are you serious? He plays a character from Sharknado. I gotta watch it now. Yep, and it came out July. It actually came out in July. It's already out there. So, oh, I got now. I have to watch it. Yep. Oh, you better recommend Wolf Cop while you're at it. Oh fuck yeah! You you need to watch Wolf Cop, Killer. Wolf Cop. Wolf Cop. Okay. It should. It's on Netflix. Yeah, it's also in other places where I can obtain it too. I guess. Well, I'm just saying, you, it's already on Netflix. You don't have to obtain it. You just go watch it. Yeah, well, my Netflix account's on... Uh, I haven't oh. paid my Netflix because uh, when I lost my uh, debit card, so my account didn't get recharged. Like, Got you. Uh, yeah, so I've got to put my account details back in it and pay for it to get my subscription back. But that would be well worth obtaining. Now, 
Now I'm looking well, to see Joel, if uh, Finn Shepard has made any other film. I'm looking to see if Finn Shepard's been in anything else, but it looks like uh, just the four Sharknado's movies and uh, Lava Lanchula. On Shark, Sharknado 4, apparently it's being called The Fourth Awakens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. There's a There's a poster for it. Holy crap, this looks amazing. <laughs> the Fourth Awakens. It wants to be like a Megalodon inside of a fucking... It's like a tornado. Just oh one gosh. giant shark. Oh, Tara oh. Reed, Stacey Dash, Alexandria Paul, David Hasselhoff, Gary Busey, oh. Ian oh Ziering, Tommy Davidson, Gina, Gina Lee Nolan. Holy crap. It's coming out July 31st. I can't wait. Hey, speaking of Gary Busey, this is another thing related to the con. Okay, two buddies of mine. One of them, they both work for the same little comic, independent comic book company in uh, Asheville called Lost Story Studios. Well, my friend Brockton McKinney, he's a writer, and he actually got to write. Have you ever seen Ginger Dead Man? Uh, I've heard of it, but I've not actually seen any of them yet. Okay, well, I think there's like three or four movies. And the first movie, The Ginger Dead Man, was played by, the voice was played by Gary Busey. Well, Brockton yep. got to actually write a three-part comic book series for full was it full moon entertainment yes and he got to write it for and i was talking to him about it yesterday and i was like dude i I hate to say it i've bought all three of your books and i haven't even read them and i haven't had a chance to watch the movies and they're both like and they both love 80s cheesy movies and they're like dude you're not missing a fucking thing if you watch any of them just watch the first one and he says that was the only one gary Busey was in anyway and he was only in it for like half of the movie and I was like, what do you mean half the movie? He's like, the, the day one, he walks on set and they wanted to fire him <laughs> with the way he was fucking acting. He started like like taking the script going, I'm not doing this shit, tearing pages out of the script. He tried to fire the director of the movie. Jeez. And he's like, you work for me, asshole. What the hell? Well, I know that I think the third or fourth one, it was Ginger Dead Man versus Evil Bong. I want to see so. Evil Bong. The poster alone for Evil Bong makes me want to watch that. And he told me that yeah, they're actually going to, he's going to make, get to write a three part series or a two part series for Evil Dead, I mean, Evil Bong versus Ginger Dead Man in the comic book so, uh, version. Nice. Oh my God, that poster is amazing. Oh, you got a boner now, haven't you? I swear to God, this is my new uh, background on my phone. <laughs> nice. I swear to God, I'm making that. That is, yeah, I'm doing it right now. Yeah, I was the gonna, Fourth Awakens. Speaking of movies, anyway, Joel, did you go see the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I did last week. Uh, I took the kids to see it, just the three of us, and um, they uh, they're taking it in the direction of the '90s cartoon. Good. In terms of what's that? I said good. It's uh, the the Krang is based off of the the nineties cartoon version. Re- Bebop and Rocksteady are as well. Baxter Stockman, uh, even the foot design kind of was playing at that angle, minus the foot on their head. And um, Casey Jones. It, it was it was, and Casey Jones. Yeah, although he only wore the mask for one fight scene, and then he was. It, I mean, it's played by uh, yeah. Stephen Amell, who's the Arrow, the Arrow. Green Arrow. Yeah. Um, it, it was fun, you know. I, I think I liked the first one better, but right. it was it was a good time. Well, that's weird. I really liked it. I've heard people say that they think the second one's better than the first. So, 
I'll watch well, it either way. Having grown up, having grown up reading the comics and watching the cartoon because I love the comics so much, even though I I thought it was really cheesy and silly. It's yeah. I kind of wish they would have gone a different direction, but because um, the new cartoon that's on Nickelodeon is phenomenal. Um, but it was a good time. I, I I definitely enjoyed it, and they liked it. So. Yeah, well, I love. Was it. there any monsters in the movie? No, but I think there were no monsters. Okay, well, I saw oh, Baxter Stock, and I was like, well, that's natural progression. But okay, yeah. Well, I love the cartoon. The original, you know grew up watching that yeah so i never got into the comic books or anything like that but yeah i loved the cartoon growing up and i even enjoyed that first teenage mutant ninja turtle movie but, so i'm a fan of well them. if you if you like the first movie then you'll like it yeah i know i'll like it i'll take it for what it is so yeah i just wanted to see your opinion on it because i've heard a couple of reviews on it and yeah some say yeah mm-hmm. but at least uh it's gotten pretty Good reviews overall. I mean, it was directed so. by someone different this time, at least, even though he still had his hands on it, Mister Bay. So. Well, it was it was a Platinum Dunes production. You know, it's his his production company, and uh, yeah, he produced it. But I'm trying to see who directed it here, real quick, because we need to yeah. get to it's that time. Yeah. But don't worry, we've got plenty uh, of battery power here. I'm I'm safe, so we. It was directed by Dave Green, That's who right. did Earth to Echo, which was a found footage kids movie. That was good, actually. Yeah. So, what I was going to say is, um, I didn't realize Michael Bay's uh, movie style. Too, I watched Bad Boys Two again last night. It was on TV, and <coughs> after listening Excuse to me. people talking about you know Michael Bay's style, I was watching Bad Boys Two last night, going, "Yep." You can tell a Michael Bay directed movie. So, yeah. I enjoy Bad Boys too, but yeah, you can just pick up on that Michael Bay thing. So, anyway. Yeah, the quick cuts, the helicopters flying overhead, all that. I I, I love Bad Boys 1 and 2, personally. No, I, I love Bad Boys 2, too. Bad Boys 2, too. Bad Boys 2 as well, I should say. <laughs> but yeah, it, yeah, you can pick up now, you know, listening to people talk about Michael Bay, you know, with his Transformers movies and all this, but yeah. All right, Joel. It is that time, my friend. Wait, what's that you say? What time is it? Is it really that time again? That's right. Hide your dingoes and watch out for drop bears. It is time for R is for Random. Wow, wow. What has lovely Maybellina got for us this week? She gave me so many questions, and I haven't, I'm, I'm trying not to read them until right before the show. And based on our battery power issue, I kicked, no, grabbed a couple that are. We're fine. We've got an hour. We can go another hour if you want. Yeah, <laughs> I grabbed a couple that were, were fairly uh, interesting, but maybe not as in depth. So, thank you, lovely Maybellina, for the questions. Uh, first question. What is your favorite outfit? Um, my drop bear outfit. No. <laughs> what? My Mick Taylor outfit. No, I'm oh, sorry. Callback, mate. That's called a callback. Um, of course. 
outfit. As in what? It's like one like, you own or what? one that you'd like to own. Oh, just like going out in. It's. I, I think she means like what's a favorite your favorite outfit to wear? Like if you could wear one outfit at any given moment, what would that favorite outfit be? Like your. Um, my birthday suit. I don't know. That's when I get a nude beach. <laughs> See, there's another call back. Beach. Now, I just like a pair of jeans. Uh, jeans. I like. I like my sneakers. You know my. Running shoes, you know, the Jerry Seinfeld style, and uh, I have a, a collared, like a button-up collared shirt that I don't tuck in. It's usually, what I do. Outfit. I don't know. I mean, I don't mind dressing up for certain occasions, you know, but no. Nah. Anyone else? Slacker. I'm thinking. Um, if I had to, pick, no, I, it's not that bad. I'm thinking of the thinking uh, uh, music. Well, I well I've had different outfits over the years, but you know, of course, as you get older, clothes just you know you can't wear them anymore because you wear them the fuck out. But like right now, if I had to pick like a favorite one ensemble, I guess I got this one pair of black shorts, cargo shorts. I got these Nike sandals that my wife got me for years ago. And I got this one black concert t-shirt from One Eye Doll, the punk band out of Texas. I love that shirt. And my Captain America hat, which I'm sure you guys have seen in several fucking pictures. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. That would probably be my... In fact, it was funny. I walked in the store yesterday, a grocery store local to us, and I didn't have it on. Like The kid, the register was like, damn, Captain, I didn't recognize you without your hat. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny, but that would probably, probably be my favorite outfit. I mean, if I could pick any outfit, I'd probably would say either an Iron Man costume or Captain America's outfit if I could squeeze into it. But that's probably not going to happen for a while. Uh, yeah, I don't, you, I don't think she was quite going that route. But um, well, for me, I mean. I'm kind of along the same lines, you know, jeans, my chucks and some sort of a, a graphic tee. Um, Mm -hmm. but preferably with a, a long sleeve shirt underneath it. That's, that's the way I like to roll. Or if, if, uh, if it's cold enough out or, or if I'm not wearing the long sleeve tee, uh, uh, a hooded sweatshirt on, on top of that. I do. I do. If it's cold, I love hoodies. Comfortable and casual, but it's got to be a zip-up. Yeah, I, no, I, I always can't have a pullover the... one. See, I, I got to have the zipper. The pullover ones drive me nuts. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, well, I like wearing a T-shirt. I've got a super lightweight one that I wear during the summer. What's that? I like wearing the T-shirt underneath like my, my button-up collared shirt, but I keep the buttons open, so it's just open and you see T-shirt, but I've still got the you know the long-sleeve shirt on and the collar on, so... If you need to go somewhere, wow. you can do the buttons up if, you know, we need your shirt button up, sir. And can you please tuck that in? <laughs> no, if that you have some no, front party in the back. Depends. If you go out, some, you know, you go into the city and you're just hanging, you know, and then you've got to go into a, a pub or a bar, you know, that are a bit more like dress regulatory sort of thing, you know, where you can just do the buttons up, tuck your shirt in, and you got jeans on and just walk in. But. Yeah, I like having that T-shirt on with, you know, whatever you got on it, you know. 
whatever podcast T-shirt you're wearing or your favourite movie or whatnot or some... That's why I always pack a monocle. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, Mr. Monopoly. For a fancy dress. That's right. You're very dapper today. I'm a Dapper Dan man. Dapper Dan. All right. Second. Second question and final question. What do you get every time you go grocery shopping? And we don't mean just food in general, like one specific item that you always grab. <laughs> Garlic. That's scary. <laughs> Garlic. Oh. You know, you know me and garlic. I've got to make sure I've got plenty of garlic. So, no, I'm trying to think because I, I'm always out shopping. So, <laughs> I know one thing: milk. Make sure I've got plenty of milk for Donna. Milk and garlic. Yeah, garlic. I'm, every time I go shopping, the one thing. Yeah, that'd be about it. You know. Yeah. Which makes sense. I can I after having conversations on the show about it, I know how much you love your garlic. That's right. Everything I cook with it involves garlic, so, so it always Cakes, makes, pies, ice cream. Uh, yeah. That and alcohol. I mean you never have too much alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Slacker? Every time I go to the grocery store, and I know it's horrible for me, I buy a NOS energy drink. Yeah. And it, it's got to the point where I will actually get one and not even realize until I get in the car and open the damn thing. <laughs> I could go in for a loaf of bread, and I buy one. Because they got them right up front of the cooler, and they're always cold. And that's why they've got them there. It's like a compulsion. Right, I guess I don't impulse buy. I just it's just got into a habit, and I don't need to buy them. It's got. I, I drink. I, I'll be honest. I drink so many of them; they don't even phase me anymore. <laughs> you become. You know, I found. Well, I found that if you drink enough, if you have enough caffeine in your system, and this is from years of abuse, that it will have the opposite effect on you eventually, where you will start to actually get tired. Yes, it is true. Because I've actually sat there drinking one and fallen asleep. (laughs) Yep. Been there, done that. Uh, The only time I say that they actually work is like in the afternoons when I start getting tired at work and I'm, you know, I drive that truck and I have to get one to stay awake. I guess it's just like a psychological thing. I know if I drink one, I'm supposed to stay awake, so it helps. But any other time, like if I get off work and I get one on the way home, nah, it doesn't. No boost at all. Um, for me, every time I go grocery shopping, and, and I go once a week and do all the shopping, I've, it's always been that way. I always got to grab a, a six-pack of Coca-Cola bottles, the 20-ounce bottles, because that's my one thing that I, I will... I've gotten rid of most of my other vices. That's the one thing I will never end is I always have at least one bottle of Coke a day. And that's gotcha. that's a rule. Is it the good Coke or um, is it the American Coke? Uh, you mean like Mexico Coke? Well, Australian Coke as well. Did, we have sugar. Did Kill a chase it under a truck? 
Mm. No, I don't think it's good. <laughs> I sh- I, it doesn't come in an egg. Yeah. I, I, wish, I wish I kept it and run off with it and see what it was. It'd probably be something I'd never touch. So. Like methamphetamine. Can be surprised. Yeah, that's what it's like. It was a kind of surprise egg to me. So, yeah. By your collection what you, what? of toenails. I reckon Ew. it was methamphetamines Ew. or something in it. But... <laughs> So I'd, I'd grab Wait, it. Wait, what's Australian Coke? Australian like it's got real sugar in it? Yes, Australian Coke's got real sugar, mate. We don't have this corn syrupy shit. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, like, shit. I like to get the Mexicokes with the real sugar in it, but they uh, the bottles are usually 12 ounces instead of 20, and they're generally a bit more expensive, so... I don't very often, but every once in a while when I cruise down the ethnic food aisle, I will grab a bottle here and there. Um, but, yeah, I'm talking just bottled Coca-Cola American. America. 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 That, that's my daily my daily thing. Like, every night, I gotta have one bottle of Coke, and that's my reward for being a good adult. <laughs> for being a good adult. So, thank you, Maybelline, for the questions. That is all. Thank you. All right. So, my battery has lasted to the end of the show. Which Huzzah! Yes. It's a good battery. Yes. I've never run this computer on its own battery. Always got it plugged into the power source. But, yes. Give it a bottle of Coke. Uh, Give it a bottle of Coke. Yeah, I'll do that right now. (laughs) Ah, no computer. Uh, it's like a sick transformer. <laughs> Turn it to Taz. This show goes some weird places. All right. So, this episode's gone weird places. Always does. That's the fun part of the show. That's what makes it so much. Yes, fun. it is. All right. So I've got to leave. I've got to go climb the Humber Bridge. Uh, if you want to check out some other shows, go to the podcastcollective.com. Uh, we mentioned before, I don't have my browser open, so I don't know other shows. We know most of them, don't we, Joel? You can do that. Putting Joel on the spot now. Oh, well, 40 going on Did 40. you want me to go through the list? Uh, I don't think we have to go through the list every week, do we? Just go check out podcastcollective.com. You know the show. We already went through the list a few months ago. Yeah, well, we like going for the list. We like shouting out other shows. That's what we do on this show. Not other shows do it for us. <clears throat> they do. Mm-hmm. All right. Forty going on fourteen does, and I do. Yeah, I know. I was going. Anyway, it's not about who does what and what. But we like supporting other shows on this show. We know we're not the only podcast in the world. Because if we were, <laughs> it'd be a sad, sad world. Because we wouldn't get to listen to other shows. What? Well, oh, yeah. Right. I still think it'd be an entertaining world. <laughs> this is an entertaining show. <laughs> All right. I was thoroughly entertained earlier with Nazi drop bears. <laughs> no, yeah. no, it was Nazi platypuses. Oh, was it? No, it was. Oh. A, it was a Nazi that made the platypus. Yes, that's right. They come down and down. I got confused because of the chlamydia. Yeah, exactly. Oh God. That makes perfect sense. No more. <laughs> All right. You got anything to promote there? 
Slacker. You're going to be on the latest po- uh, Bad Parenting Podcast. Yes, I was on po- Bad Parenting Podcast last night. That's Once awesome again with uh, Justin and Jody. No, you should, that should come so out. So I'll be coming out this week sometime. Probably Monday or Tuesday, depending on what yep. what part of the world you live in. Uh, yep. And uh, as always, Will Slacker on Facebook. Will Slacker on Snapchat. I try to do funny shit on there. I have a Twitter, but I never look at it, so we don't count that. Yeah, same here. I don't use Twitter. Occasionally look at it, see a notification. Yeah, all right. I have a, a, a WordPress Slacker 482. I haven't been posting anything lately because I've been really busy, but I mean to be getting back into some writing. I have it. That's about, oh, at least one person does. Thank you, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of writing, Joel, how's the Creepercast going? Uh, yes. It's going well. Things are uh, picking up speed. There's a... Uh, uh, as I've promoted before, a tease, things are in the works, coming soon, announcement uh, about the project. And um, we uh, are putting out new content daily, um, slowly rebuilding all the stuff that was lost, and uh, more new articles and reviews and things coming soon, plus some new segments that uh, have already been uh, revealed. So uh, me and Jeff are, are working hard to try and turn it into something good and uh, bring it back from the dead. You know what I mean? Reanimator. No, CreeperCast01.blogspot.com Awesome. And who's going to be our third co-host next week? Well, barring any unforeseen circumstances, (laughs) we've got uh, most of July booked, and uh, our last June co-host is uh, Justin. He wanted to get him on so he could give us some more insight on Podcast Collective now that it's in full swing and kind of catches up on that so he is uh, penciled in for next week barring any unforeseen circumstances yes yes so, uh, but for those people out there just keep your ears to the facebook because uh last minute we might ask for a, a third co-host so, all right uh other than that i think that's all we've got to mention so we're going to leave you tonight with a greenspoon song nbt which stands for no big thing Alright, thanks for joining us, Slacker, at last minute. Any, anytime, guys. I had a blast, as always. Always, mate. Always fun to have you on. Alright, guys. And you made me laugh really hard, which is not always an easy thing to do, so thank you. <laughs> I'm right. glad I could. Thank you. You guys made me laugh, too. We all make each other laugh. Hee, hee, hee. Ha, ha, ha. Woo, hoo, hoo. <laughs> <laughs> that made, that made me laugh. hell? I don't know. <laughs> that was funny. Well, that was fun. Uh, Thank you, Dylan. Uh, all right. So here comes some green spoon. So, all right, everyone. We'll catch you next week. Good night. Bye. Bye.
Dirty, dirty boy. Wow, wow. 